This is the Father Matters Show with your host, Vance Sims. Father Matters is committed to building stronger, healthier communities by supporting, encouraging, and enlightening today's fathers and families. And now, your host, Vance Sims. Welcome to the Father Matters Show. I'm your host, Vance Sims. Thank you for joining us on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. Mark your calendar for Wednesday, November 4th. Father Matters is hosting our Job and Training Institute. Visit fathermatters.org for more information. Did you know more than 2.5 million grandparents are taking on the responsibility of raising grandchildren? and what the AARP calls grand families. Although grandparents raising grandchildren is not new, the percentage is the largest seen in the past 40 years. Grandparents are faced with the responsibility of raising their grandchildren for a variety of reasons, including parental death, substance abuse, incarceration, mental health issues, military deployment, teen pregnancy, abandonment, abuse, or neglect. The economy has also played a role. The rate of unemployed among workers ages 22 to 34 is double that of 55 to 64 years old. Our special guest today is Arizona Grandparent Ambassador Victoria Gray. Welcome to the Father Matters Show, Victoria. Good morning, Vance. What is the Arizona Grandparent Ambassadors? The Arizona Grandparent Ambassador is a group that was formed in 2010 down in Tucson. About four or five grandmothers got together because they were sick and tired of being sick and tired. So they got together. They formed a little organization where they went to talk to legislators about how we could change some of the laws to help grandparents that are raising grandchildren. I got involved, was elected the co-chair in 2012. All right. And so I served for two years. Now I'm on the steering committee. Well, well, this this show today is going to be dear to my heart because in my earlier years, I was raised by my grandparents. I'm originally from Baltimore, you know, and my grandparents was just an anchor. You know, my grandfather, that was my dad. I called him dad. I didn't call him grandfather. I didn't call him grandpa. That was my dad. So I definitely salute you and just grandparents across the country. Um, what made you personally get involved with? With this situation? Well, we became, um, I guess, grandchildren living at home with grandma back in 93. Mm -hmm. So um, my son had a daughter that was born. Uh, The mother was on drugs, and this baby was told, they were told that the baby would not live, and they left the baby abandoned at the hospital. But of course, she lived. Uh, We got notification, and we had to go and fight to get her out of foster care and into our home. Also, what I've been seeing, because at at Father Matters, we get a lot of calls from grandparents. It's getting so big because, you know, 2.5 million grandparents right now. We've got grandparents that are actually getting to the point where they're trying to get grandparents' rights. Yes. Can you unpack that a little bit? Well, the grandparents' rights, it depends on the actual parents. Sometimes, let's say you and your daughter don't get along, and now she has a child, and she's determined that she's just not going to let you see that grandchild. And that's very hard because this is your legacy. This is part of your family tree, your heritage. And so you're beginning to feel like I'm being left out. So you want to be able to see the child and spend time with the child. We have so many grandparents that are in that situation. 
what are you hearing from grandparents? I know when they call you, when you come across them, uh, uh, what are some of their stories? What are they sharing that they're like, yeah, I, well, thought my, I thought my kids were out of the home. Now they're doing it again. Yes. What are well, you there are so many different scenarios for being a grandparent. I mean, you have the happy grandparent to get to see the child, fill them up with sugar and send them back home. Uh, you get the grandparent that now, the, because of the economy, their child has come home, brought along a spouse, and brought along their children because they've lost their jobs. They've lost their home. They've lost their cars. Now they're back with Grandma. And Grandma opens her arms and, you know, let them in. But mm-hmm. now Grandma's food bill goes up. Yeah. Her electric bill goes up. Her water bill goes up. And she's on a fixed or a limited income. What are, are there, where, where can grandparents go that, that they're struggling or going through something like this? Because I, I had a grandfather and a grandma, and there's a couple – and they said it's just very stressed out, kind of like your situation where the daughter went through a divorce. She brought the two kids back. And then all of a sudden she was 34 going on 18 mm-hmm. out partying and leaving the grandkids home. And then when she wants to be home, now she wants to tell the grandparents how she's raising her children. But when she's gone, they're the ones going through the school activities, helping with the homework. How, what can you touch on that? It becomes a great problem. The parents still want to be involved, but they want grandma to take on all the responsibility. Mm -hmm. And then when grandma starts to lay down the law, like, okay, you can't do this, you can't do that, then they want to remove the children. So there have been incidents where grandparents have gone to the parents' home, to their child's home, and saw that the children were being neglected or abused, and they take the children into their home. Now they're fighting with the parents because the daughter or the son who wants to be on the street doing drugs, are glad that they have the mom take the kids. But when it comes down to getting services, they need those children with them to prove Uh. that they have them. So they'll come to grandma's house, they take the kids for a week or two, then they dump them back off at grandma's house. And that's what's going on big time right now. Yes, yes. And as grandparents, we're stuck. We're like half in the middle. If we take the children without any state intervenience, where the state is not, we really have no rights. They can show up and knock on the door, and if we say, well, no, you can't take little Johnny, they can call the police. We have no rights. And not only that, like you said, not, not only do you not have any rights, like, not, you know, your food bill goes up. You know, they, they, their feet are growing. My grandparents, my grandfather, my grandma, I remember they worked their day jobs, and then they cleaned office buildings like a couple nights a week. And I used to be like, man, how come we can't really do a whole lot of things? How come we don't go? And now being a father myself and realize they had to pay bills. They had to clothe me. They had to feed me and take time off the work to go talk to the teachers. It is a huge responsibility. But on the flip side of that, it's some joy out of that too. For some, I, I, I will definitely admit, I know I kept my grandfather young. I know he did. Can you talk, touch on some of the joys of that? Well, the joys are knowing that they're safe. And that they're being cared for, you know, to see the smiles on their faces when you know before they were hungry or they were being abused in some way. So, but the grandparents, depending on the age, Mm -hmm. their income is just not like going out and get another job. That's right. So they don't always have that. But the joy of seeing the kids progress, come out from being shy or changing their behavior because a lot of grandparents get children that the behaviors are just over over the top. Yeah, and and I do remember because my 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 grandfather had all daughters, 
And then so I was that son he never had, you know. And then what I do remember is my grandfather was a hardworking man. So was my grandma. But every Sunday, now my grandfather wouldn't go, but he would drop me, my grandmother, and the kids off at church. He would come back. He would go home and watch the ball game. Then he'd come back and pick us up. He didn't have to go to church, but we better have our bus in church. Mm -hmm. But my grandmother with that spiritual, just like you're going to church, you're going to Sunday school. We're talking back in like the late 70s. You know, we didn't have all the stuff that kids have today, big screen TVs and video games, doing church service. You know, you had Sunday school. And I now being a father, age 47, my kids, we go to church, but they see me work hard. I, I, you know, my grandfather, my grandparents was able to pass that legacy down. What do you see or hear from grandparents that they get to pass that legacy down? Because then I also spoke with a dad, a grandfather who said he wants to now be the father to his grandchildren that he couldn't be to his children. Are you hearing stuff like that? Yes, I hear a lot of them saying I want to do better than what I did with my kids. Because one of the initial problems, especially for, I guess, grandmothers who are emotional, and for me, I'll talk about my experience yes. in a little bit. It was hard for me to understand how my son could walk away from his child. We went to church. You know what I'm talking yes. about. We went to yes. church, and we were very family-orientated, and, we, you know, we were always together. And I began to question my parenting skills. What did I do that was so wrong that my son would turn to drugs, would live on the street, would turn his back on his child, uh, beginning to wonder what did, was it that I said to him or didn't say to him? So you begin to have that guilt. You have that shame because you were judged as not being a good parent. You know, what, what was it I didn't do? So a lot of you, you took it, a lot of parents, grandparents, they take that personal. They start questioning their parenting. Is that what you're hearing from other grandparents? Yes, a lot of them are saying, you know, I fail with my child. I just want to make sure I don't fail with my grandchildren. Yes, and that's, that's powerful. And is there support groups available for grandparents out All there? All over. There it are is? so many different agencies and things that you can get support groups and resources. Well, what I'm going to do, I'm going to get deeper into that. But, but before we do, I'm going to go to this commercial break because there's, there's grandparents all over the country listening to this show right now because they say they feel there's no help out there. We're going to give them some, okay? So you're listening to the Father Matters Show with Vance Sims. And today's guest is Arizona Grandparent Ambassador Victoria Gray. We'll hear more from Victoria after this. Hi, this is Vance Sims, host of the Father Matters Show. Would you consider partnering with us? Father Matters is a nonprofit ministry that's listener-supported and relies on donations and grants. All funds raised go directly to Father Matters mentoring programs for families which means that your donation will help important projects that service children and families. For more information about partnering with us, log on to fathermatters.org and click the Donate to Father Matters icon. Together, let's build stronger, healthier communities by supporting, encouraging, and enlightening today's fathers and families. Father Matters presents Boot Camp for New Dads. Come learn the basics of infant care and dad's important role in a baby's life. For more information about the Father Matters Boot Camp for New Dads, visit fathermatters.org. Topics include father's health before and after birth, 
postpartum care, supporting mom's needs after birth, and much, much more. Boot Camp for New Dads. For more information, visit fathermatters.org. Welcome back to the Father Matters Show. If you have not yet partnered with Father Matters, would you please consider becoming a Father Matters partner? The Father Matters Show is listener-supported, and all Father Matters programs and services are free to the community because of your generous donations. For more information about donating to Father Matters, log on to fathermatters.org and click the Donate to Father Matters icon. If you're just tuning in, you can catch the top of the show at fathermatters.org. Also, catch the Father Matters show nationally every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time by logging on to blogtalkradio.com or catch our archive shows anytime worldwide at soundcloud.com. We're talking about grandparents raising grandchildren. We have Victoria Gray as our special guest Victoria, what does a grandparent support group look like? Well, the best thing about it is is getting grandparents together, letting them know that they are not alone. So many grandparents feel like they're the only one. The groups get everyone together. We can talk about issues. There are issues that other grandparents are going through that you have the answer to. But we don't know how to help them unless they come and talk. One of the things that I suggest to grandparents is get into a support group if that's the number one thing. You've got to be able to lock in with someone, and they have resources and things, and you get a chance to scream without the neighbors calling the police. <laughs> I understand. What, how can someone, you know, we've we got somebody listening uh, in Kentucky right now, uh, uh, North Carolina, Denver. If they don't have a group in their area, could they call you and make – how would they go about that? What would be a way to start? Well, if they have Internet, uh-huh. which some grandparents do and some grandparents don't, yes. they can always go in for a grandparent support group. There are agencies all over the nation that can help them get help. Just Google that. Just Google it. But here in Arizona, where are your, your support groups? Our support groups, we have them in Tucson. We have them here in Phoenix. Uh-huh. We partner with several different agencies, such as Duet. They help with 55 and older uh, with the Area Agency on Aging, and with the Arizona's Children Association. They help with the support groups. They help with licensings and different things that grandparents go through. Uh, one of the things that we attend with Arizona's children is children of incarcerated parents. Touch on that. Touch on that What a, a bit. great program because the children whose parents are in pr- prison Get a chance to talk to other children whose parents are in prison. It's hard for the children because sometimes children can be mean. So when my husband and I go up to the school, they ask the children, why are your grandparents here all the time? Where's your mom and dad? Mm -hmm. If they're honest, they're they're in prison, and they have to deal with that. Most of the children might lie. Oh, they're on vacation or they whatever. They work away. Mm -hmm. So this gives the children a chance to not feel isolated, Mm -hmm. not to feel alone like they're the only ones whose parents are in prison. It is such a great program. Arizona's children have the navigators, which we can contact them, and they can give you help anywhere in the state of Arizona. Now, to get in touch with with your agency, how are people, you guys got a website, Facebook page? Tell us, tell us. Yes, so our website is the www.azga, which stands for the Arizona Grandparent Association, Mm -hmm. .org. So that's our website. The email where we are here in central Arizona is central, spelled all the way out, 
A-Z-G-A at gmail.com. And for some of us who don't have Internet, is it a phone number they can call? Yes, the phone number is 602-456-0762. And what, how often are the groups? Are they every week, every Saturday, every Tuesday, every Thursday? How does that go? Well, it depends on which agency we can get you with because yeah. it depends on where you live. Yeah. Our organization is statewide. Okay. So if you're on East Mesa, then we connect you with the support group in East Side. If you're on the West Side, we connect you with the group on the West Side. So if someone who's listening in another state right now got your information, contact info, and they wanted to start a group, do you, will you guys train them or help them or lead them or you would just plug them into? Well, I tell you, because the grandparents raising grandchildren, family is growing. Growing so yes. fast, there are support groups all over the nation. There's some in every state that we can find and locate them some type of a support group to get to. AARP is even in on this. Yes. They call it grand families. How how is how does AARP play a part in some of this? Well, AARP plays a part because they deal with senior citizens. And they started looking at what senior citizens need and what the families were going through and realized that most of them are starting to raise grandchildren. And they're interested in how they can help with the different organ- the different issues that are coming up. There are so many different issues, the finances being number one. Respite. As grandparents, when we have to go to the doctor, we have to pack up the children and yeah, try and take yeah. them. Just so many different issues. Just making sure that they can be comfortable and get help for the children because we're growing the next government. Yes, you are. Yes. Yes, you are. And then, and and another reason why I wanted to have you on the show, Victoria, is because, you know, more and more men are showing up to the Father Matters workshops and support groups, and they're saying, man, you know, my kids are literally with my mom or with my ex-wife's mom or, you know, some of them are still married. Yes. And they're struggling and their hearts are so heavy. And that's why, I said, you know, we was getting so many requests. And what's going on? I said, I've got to get Victoria on this show because we've got to all work together. There's like a generational divorce going on. You know, some of the adult children are dropping their kids off with their parents and then becoming professional teenagers. Yes. You know, but then again, like we said earlier in the show, they don't want to be told not so much how to parent. They don't want to hear what their parents have to say, trying to even make their parents feel guilty. And we're already feeling guilty because we feel like we failed them mm-hmm. in what we talk. In, in my case, I have three biological children. Okay. We are caring for the children of my older child okay. and my youngest child. My, my middle child's an engineer. And I went to him and I said, what is it that I said to you that was so different? He said, Mom, they have to make their own choices. They chose their path. I chose my path. So we have to, like, understand that we're doing the best as parents they make those choices when they become adults to do the things that they do. But as a grandparent, we support those children, the grandchildren, because they're our legacy. They're our tree. They're our tree branch, and we're not giving up, and we're going to raise them to be great citizens. And now I I asked you earlier about where support groups are held and how people can become a a support, be, be a part of a support group. My question now, what can the community do to get behind grandparents to help them? Because... I had a grandmother call the office probably about two, three months ago, and that's why I said this was staring up. I said, I got to get Victoria on this show. And she said, I got my grandsons, but I can't, I'm not mobile. I can't get out. They need some type of mentor. They need somebody. What can the community do to get behind the show support to some of our grandparents that are stepping up? Well, we look for a lot of different things. Um, my husband and I, we are not going out bicycle riding. 
Right. We are not going roller skating. So we look to those agencies, Boys Club and the Girl, Boys and Girls Club and Girl Scouts and Boy Scouts and uh-huh. those different agencies. The problem is most of them have waiting lists. So we look for other avenues. We're looking for communities that can help us in those type of situations. The biggest situation, of course, is always finance. And with the new budget, they cut seniors, Mm. they cut children. That affects our family totally. It's not just one area. We're affected so much. So it's just a lot of things. Um, We had the drive from the church where they gave all the children shoe vouchers, Mm. and that is awesome. But they need to start some focus groups. They need to get some grandparents in there to say, what is it you really need? It's hard to be appreciative for a pair of shoes when you really need a jacket That's for right. your child. And, 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 and I'm glad you touched on that because that was going to be my next question. What can the churches do? A lot of support. We have a lot of churches that do support groups. We just need someone that understands where we are and can willingly help us. Mm-hmm. And, and, and this is deep. This is real. And I know we cannot cover half of this stuff on one show. I think back, you know, I'm 47 years old, you know, dad, a husband doing my thing. I think back at some of the choices that I could have made and would have made if my grandparents wasn't in my life. My mom was 13 years old back in 1968 when she had me. My dad was 19. So my mom was a child herself having a child. I don't know what direction I would have taken, Victoria, if it wasn't for my grandparents. You know, and this is a serious issue. This this need to be brought to the storefront and it's not it's just like well i'm hearing some people that say you know i had an opportunity well not an opportunity but when basically cps came to this guy's house um they said do you have any you know close to kin and yeah i've got my parents and but this time the grandmom and the grandfather said we're not taking the kids because this was like the third or fourth time is it okay to kick back but but he said if that didn't happen to him if his parents didn't say no that time he probably would have kept on getting into the mess that he was getting into Sometimes it just might be okay to say, no, not this time. Well, generally the grandparent is not going to do that. They're not going to take that chance that if they say no, they're never going to see that grandchild again. Mm. So that becomes an issue. So they're going to say yes. And it's a lot different than in foster care. When the child goes into foster care, they can say, oh, this child is having some behavior issues that I can't handle. I need them out of my home, and they're moved to another home and mm-hmm. another home. Grandma is not going to do that. She's going to suffer through that. She's going to look for help. She's going to call people and see how can I get help for this child that has behavior issues. In foster care, they're going to get like $600 a month. Mm-hmm. Grandma gets a grandparent stipend that the Arizona grandparent ambassadors fought for for $75 a month. Wow. And who helped get behind the ambassadors to fight for that? Senator Landon Taylor. She was our sponsor for that. And is is it just in Arizona or is it other states are also fighting for those rights? Right now it was just in Arizona. So we're hoping that as we prove to the states that this is a program that can work and this is an idea that we need to help these grandparents Uh to continue to raise their grandchildren, we're hoping that nationally it will just pick up and go. Victoria, right now we only got about a minute left. We've got grandparents listening to the show right now who just had their grandchildren dropped off on them for the first or fifth time. Speak to their hearts. You're doing the right thing. There's nothing more precious than you taking in your grandchildren and keeping them out of the system where you will always have them in your family. When they leave, 
and they're in foster care, you may never see them again. If they get adopted out, that's the end of your lifeline. That's the end of your family tree. Wow, Victoria. One more time, your phone number. Give me your phone number one more time. Sure, 602-456-0762. Thank you for joining me today. I thank really you, appreciate Vance. that. And thank you for listening to the Father Matters Show. Send us your questions or comments to info at fathermatters.org. Thank you to my engineer, Jeremy Siegel. See you next week at the same time, same place. Have a safe week. Thank you and God bless.